Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates every single day the people in, of coastal Mississippi, and really, as I often add, Mississippi for that matter. Uh, all these people who are working so hard to make coastal Mississippi and our state a, a great place to live, work, and play. Um, hey, listen, as we record this, we're recording this on Wednesday, so let me explain why. I learned that Drake Bassett, who's the president and CEO of Palmer Home, let me just go ahead and welcome him into the show and say good morning to Drake. How are you doing this morning, Drake? Uh, good morning. Great to talk to you, Ricky. So if you if you know uh, if you're a regular listener of Super Talk, you know that the Palmer Home. We'll talk more about that in just a second. If you forgot what that was, is a really important sort of. Uh, um, organization that we have supported for a number of years here at Super Talk. But uh, Drake is on the coast. And uh, literally, as we speak, he's in my studio. With, and Kyle is, is working from the studio today. And he went and wanted to go by and, and chat with the, with, the, with the people there that have been support, supportive of, of the Palmer Home. He also has a mission that he's on. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. But since he was there, it made a lot of sense for us to get together and uh, take this show now. But I, I should point out, that as we're taping this on Wednesday, I've taken a look at a lot of the hurricane models. I've written what I've read what the hurricane center says about uh, what could be forming in the Gulf. And so by the time this plays on Friday morning, we'll have a lot more clarity about that. So whether there's something to that or not, and let's hope there's not, but if there, you know, what, whatever the situation is, it's just an amazing reminder for all of us to have our hurricane plan ready to roll at any time. That's that's the important message that we can convey now, not knowing at the time of this recording on Wednesday what the exact situation is going to be on, on Friday morning. Um, I should also point out, uh, Drake, that you, the recording of this show happened actually after I did this show with Ken Starr. Mm -hmm. Ken Starr has written a terrific book about religious liberty and it's written so that anyone can read it. But I had an opportunity to chat with the two of you together, introduce the two of you. Um, it was uh, it was cool to have an opportunity to visit with him, wasn't it? It really was. Uh, and as I had a chance to listen to his comments in your conversation, uh, I, I was saying, yes, yes, this is so important because when you think about the, uh, the protection that the Constitution gives um, to people of faith, um, all kinds of different faith, but to be able to act on that faith and to have their consciences protected um, allows us to do all the things that we do. And when push comes to shove, sometimes in these mix-ups or these conversations uh, you know, between parties, you really need clarity. Um, you, you need voices of clarity to remind us of how we're structured and why this works, why it is that the world continues to look to the United States um, to, to continue to give, to continue to share their abundant resources, but to help. And all of that is rooted in our spiritual heritage. And so we can go to different church buildings on Sunday. We can see things a little bit differently, but fundamentally we are united in that constitution. And I thought uh, Ken just did a brilliant job outlining the scope of his book and motivates me to pick it up and read it. And I really appreciated the fact that his book is geared towards younger audiences in, in the sense that it's simple. Um, we've got to keep things simple. Um, and, and they're not that complicated, but 
but the world tends tends to complicate things. So I'm so grateful that he's made this effort, and it was a real pleasure to meet him. Thank you. Yeah, it was interesting to have have him on, and we'll move on from this after after this comment. But have him on at this moment because, of course, when I was thinking about Afghanistan and brought it up at the beginning of the show, I didn't, you know, I was doing it within the context of. What a quagmire, what a difficult situation we find ourselves mm-hmm. in trying to exit there and account for everyone, et cetera. And, of course, he certainly sees that as well. But, of course, I should have realized that that he would, have, of course, see it from the point of view of freedom of religion and how too many Christians and others are persecuted. And, you know, if, if you don't believe a certain way now, you're 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 not right. safe. And right. uh, yes, I, sh- I should have seen that. But, you know, it's, a, it's really actually a compelling time to, re- to remember. If you're not religious in, in America, that's cool. You have a right not to be. But right. if you are religious, you have, a, you have a freedom of religion that was, that was uh, bestowed upon you by the Constitution. And what we, uh, we mentioned my kids and my grandkids and my daughter teaches at a Catholic school and go to Catholic school. You're, you're, a, you're a faith-based organization fo- focused on foster care. But, um, you know, that's one of the benefits of being in America, isn't it? Well, it really is. And nobody's claiming that any of us or any of our founding fathers were completely perfect. But what they did was revolutionary by introducing principles uh, into a new land that allowed people to arrive with their own convictions, which is why we're so diverse to start with. And um, that foundation allows us to continue to grow and thrive. And what we see happening in Afghanistan is the uh, desire on the part of one group uh, to quash uh, the interest of, of the other. And that is something we don't experience here. And yet, what uh, Dr. Starr is reminding us is that if we're not careful, we're going to stumble our way into depriving ourselves of that very freedom. And it's that freedom that has empowered organizations like ours to serve here in the United States and thousands of other organizations to move forward in their faith to serve other people. And so it, it is timely uh, and, and really critical for us to understand uh, the value of that freedom and to protect it. Well, the uh, Afghanistan has been referred to. I mentioned it in my conversation with Stacy Pickering, the graveyard of empires. If you go mm-hmm. back in its, you know, in its long, long history, you see there's just has been war torn. Uh, the role that religion has played in that from from the very beginning. But enough about that. It was it was really, as you pointed out, an honor to get the opportunity to meet Ken Starr. Uh, what a what a gentle thinker he is and yes. it, you know it was everything that I expected him to be. So what brings you to the Gulf Coast, Drake? Well, uh, we have so many different conversations uh, with so many people across the state. And as you know, our radiothon this year was extremely successful and 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 I don't think it's it's um, uh, you, you can never say too much how much we appreciate that spirit of giving. Um, and it comes from all parts of the state. So we we do try to make the rounds, if, if you want to call it that, that. And it's such a pleasure to meet in person with people who listen to the show, who follow the work that we do, um, who find us on the website. Um, you know, I spoke with a gentleman last night who had served in Vietnam, and he told the story of uh, uh, his sergeant major uh, who... Um, helped him, uh, of course, when they were serving together. And he learned during that time that he grew up in a little 
a quote unquote orphanage in Columbus, Mississippi. And so just last year, so he lives here on the coast and that Sergeant Major passed away and he wanted to honor him and he found us and he honored us with a gift. You know, the network of relationships and the impact, the ripple effect of service goes so much deeper. That idea of paying things forward, you can impact so many people. So we were happy to get together with some folks uh, these past couple of days and, and just be down here on the coast and give a big thank you to everybody who's behind us. Yeah, for someone who may be listening to this and really didn't know much about Palmer Home and certainly really don't know what you mean when you say Radiothon, tell, tell us what that's all about. Well, it's, 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 it's kind of unique um, in the sense that, you know, we're so blessed that Supertalk has identified us as this charity that they want to get behind, but it's much more than that, too. We're true partners, I think, in reaching out to vulnerable children, and every state has children that are, that are suffering in different situations, different degrees of uh, abuse or abandonment, uh, neglect of different kinds. And so Supertalk has made this their mission to partner with us. And the way that they help us is by hosting an entire day. And if you can imagine this, suspending political conversation and suspending you know, sports conversations and that sort of thing to just say, let's take a day and let's dedicate that to conversations with um, some of our children, some of our staff, um, stories from the past, um, different people who've involved themselves in our mission. And so the Super Talk Radiothon is a great way to learn. And so many people learn about Palmer Home and the fact that we've been around for over 125 years doing this kind of work. That's where they hear about it. And um, so we connect and that's the way the mission goes forward. You know, we're we're not sure what the timeline is entirely, but we think we're just getting started at 125 years. <laughs> What's it? What, and and is that when you think consider that length of time is really incredible. But the need is so there, so there in so many different ways. When you think about the radiothon, it, it's interesting because I'm sure you go into it. I'm certainly, you know, this was certainly a thought I'm sure you had last year. Certainly, I bet it's a thought you had this year to say. <laughs> Gosh, with the pandemic and all the things that are on people's minds and their their tensions getting, you know, diverted in other places, you know, how good can it be? You know, can, can we be the success we want it to be? Um, hey, why don't we do this? When we come, we're coming to the end of this segment, we're, we're talking with Drake Bassett, who's the president and CEO of the Palmer Home. When we get back, we'll, uh, we'll f reflect one second uh, more on the success of this year's Radiothon, and then we'll talk a little bit more about, what, you know, what, what's, what are some of the challenges you're having these days? What What is your desire as it relates to foster care, et cetera? Uh, we'll get into some of that. So we'll see you after this break. Great. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Coastview. Uh, I have my friend Drake Bassett with us today. He's the president and CEO of the Palmer Home. When we went to break, we were talking about, you know, when you go into an, um, a radiothon, especially this year with so much happening, you know, I mean, people's attention shifted in different ways. Uh, but the power of radio as it, in terms of touching people, mm-hmm. it's very significant, isn't it, Drake? Yeah, well, it really is. And, you know, you, I know you've been in media for a number of years. You know, my background was in some of that. And, and you realize that, that the power of radio uh, works if, you, if your message is great or if your music is great or, you know, it, it, what is it that's going to find interest? And so we're blessed to, to tap into the interest of, of the Super Talk audience. But we believe that when they hear the message, um, we're talking to the great people of Mississippi and the surrounding area who fundamentally are interested in good things. How can we do good work? And so despite, you know, a pandemic, uh, despite so many uh, things that pull at our mind share, um, and when we think, like you said, oh, well, we're not quite sure how this is going to go. Uh, we hang in there throughout the day. These stories start to come in. These conversations, people are calling uh, from so many different places because they, I think they want to make a statement. I think they want to participate. And that's how we see it. We just don't do this work alone. And so on Radiothon Day, so many people get to vote with their voice. They get to vote with their checkbook and they get to say, you know what, we want to help children. And so um, as much as we're surprised, at the end of the day, we just have to stop and go, you know, we're not surprised. These are just fantastic people across this state, and they made this happen. And so we did. We broke a record this year. We went over 300 plus, and and it just, you know, it just humbles you. It makes you realize, hey, you, you present the opportunity, and people will step up and do the right thing. You know what's so cool? Uh, I think about, I can't help but think about Steve Davenport. And Steve owns, uh, you know this, Drake, but just for the audience, 26 mm-hmm. radio stations across the state. There are 12 stations that are part of the Supertalk network. So uh, 103.1 uh, Supertalk Gulf Coast is part of that. And then you have them extraordinarily strategically located throughout this state. So you can literally touch every every corner of the state. But his vision was to build a better Mississippi. And so news and information, of course, is talk, of course. Um, but when you have that sort of a, of, a, of a footprint, the ability to touch so many people, you can, you can send a positive message that's important to Mississippi. You can help, you can help nonprofits like Palmer Home. But, you know, when you think about, you know, in a day, day when, when a lot of uh, radio ownership groups, this is true in all media these days, I might add, um, are, are moving to these like really mega companies. Companies like iHeart, for example, and moving away from local. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about his tenacity to keep entrenched on his goal to serve Mississippi, to be uniquely Mississippi, to be able to <laughs> to bring these listeners, so that when you had the moment, and as you pointed out, people have a lot of attention on their on their mind. That was what you meant by mind share. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the attention, that's that that how easy it is to get shifted to other things. That he can touch so many people. I say Steve Davenport with his vision. It makes a different for something like Palmer Home, doesn't it? Well, it does, because what that means is um, we're, you know, the children that we serve are going to benefit ultimately from the power of his focus. You know, he, he you know, the, the, the power of focus is strong and it's so easy for anybody on any project or any day of the week to get distracted. But if you're focused uh, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve something, which is what I think Steve's doing, 
got such a great organization, got great people, and they're all on the same page. And so you see all these things come together. You see the messaging consistent. And, you know, Steve is a, is a quiet giant. You know, you have these conversations and it's, you know, what do we got to do to get there? Um, it's not complicated with him because his focus is so clear. And so we all benefit from that. Yeah. The state benefits from that. And certainly the children who are, are benefiting by way of his focus to serve Palmer Home and anybody else that's out there doing good work. Drake, when you think about, I mean, the, the thing about, about foster care, every community, no matter how small, every community has some need for foster care. And what do you what do you think about when you think about your leadership, your team's leadership, Palmer Homes leadership as it relates to uh, families here in coastal Mississippi? Well, I, I think, you know, especially with, you know, we have been talking, of course, about these events. And uh, apart from all the politics in Afghanistan and everything that's been so difficult, haven't we all been touched by some of these scenes where you see families just stretched to the limit and you see them, in some cases, physically handing over their only children their, or, or their children over a barbed wire, you know, set of fencing um, in the belief that if they do that, their child's going to be safe, their child's going to be better. And, and what an incredible moment. And what it does, it taps inside of us um, that sense that, that we believe that ultimately children should be safe. Um, you know, we can have our, our arguments and fistfights as adults, but the reality is nobody is going to agree that a child should be put to risk. And so I, I think when I think about foster care, I think about people in their hearts who say, help us understand how we can help. Because it, whether you're in Afghanistan or whether you're in some of the parts of Mississippi, there are children just as frightened just as unsure, just as confused um, as some of what we see on TV this week. And I think it, it matching up that spirit of, I want to care, I want to help. Um, we're going to change our life a little bit. We're going to learn a few things. We're going to be trained. We're going to partner with an organization that is fully committed to our engagement with this process, um, that's what I think about. I think about so many people who can take this on, um, and they're a special kind of people, um, but we want to help them do that, and we have opportunities for that all across the state, and people who are interested in learning more about foster care can reach out. Drake, that was such a powerful image, actually, the the one of uh, that Afghanistan citizen handing their baby yeah. to that that uh, that military uh, personnel, you know, at that fence, what a what an incredible uh, image that is. But if you think about Palmer Home and what you do, I, I couldn't help but also think about the nurses I visited at the ICU at Ocean Springs Hospital and and what I witnessed there. And it's so out of sight, out of mind for people. You know, the, the, the need for foster care is out of sight, out of mind. The pain that's involved in that child's life is out of out of out of you know it's that's since, right. since you, it's hard to focus on that's what i'm trying to say it's hard to You're focus right. on these issues what really is happening because it's painful to focus on it it's hard to focus on it people it would is. rather not know what's happening at the icu at the hospital and they'd rather not think about the need for foster care because it's painful there probably there's nothing more painful than a child who's hurting 
That's right. And um, your challenge is to get people to focus on it long enough so you can appeal to that part of them that says, dang it, how can I make a difference? And you see it every day. You see it, don't you? Every single day, people want to make a difference. Well, just yesterday, you know, I I took an email um, that a couple of different emails where uh, I get a summary of a situation and a summary of our efforts. And I see exactly what you're talking about. Our team coming together to work with um, the guardian or to work with uh, extended members of a family who are basically in crisis. Um, and, And ultimately, the child has no real say in how this all came about. They have no real vote to how it's going to be different. They're just at the mercy of people who are willing to come around that child who, for whatever reason, is now exposed to some of the most difficult things in our society. They're exposed to physical abuse or uh, neglect. Um, maybe they're hungry. Maybe they're not sure about where they're going to sleep tonight. Um, and, and the list goes on and on of the things. that. But ultimately, you're rattling the insides of that child by the hour until somebody steps in and says, stop. We're here to help, and we're going to change this script. And so... Whatever, whatever way people participate, that's why we try to create an organization that allows a lot of people to touch. If people want to become foster families, that's a huge commitment. It's a big commitment in their life, but it's mostly in the mind, to your point. It's basically saying, I want to serve. Um, we've seen so many foster families be successful in adapting their life, and, and, and all of a sudden, their families transformed. They experience this. Is it easy all the time? No. Service is not easy. It's not easy for those nurses in those hospitals. It's not easy for our counselors in our case. It's not easy, but it's the right thing to do. And so everybody has to find their way to touch these organizations like ours to make an impact to that child whose life's being rattled by the hour. But we can change that direction. Wow, so powerful. It is so powerful. And if you don't have, again, as I talked about with Ken Starr, and I often talk about on this on this show, the thousand points of light, these organizations and volunteers and people who are willing to come in and fill the gaps, what gaps are more important than the gaps that exist involving our kids? Good Lord, how mercy. And there are, we, we've talked about it before and we're out of time now, but there are so many compelling stories. It's compelling stories of success, so many compelling stories of need to get kids out of a certain situation and into Palmer Hunt or whatever i mean they, they run the gamut but anyway if you have uh, if you have more, if you want to get more information i would really encourage you to go to the palmerhome.org the palmer home or uh, not the but palmerhome.org and you can learn more but anyway we're out of time uh Greg, it's been a pleasure to to chat with you and catch up and uh, enjoy your time on the coast i appreciate that ricky so much and and thank you for your, your partnership with us always great to see you You bet. We'll see you after this break. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.